This is Puck Year, New Zealand's home of hockey and official podcast of the NZIHL. Join us each week as hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury talk to the players, the fans, filmmakers and everyone in between who make the hockey world such an interesting place. Joe, we're um, Logan. I uh, feel like feeling a lot more energy today. You're looking more alive. You're looking good. You're not the like, cadaver like you were last week. <laughs> Always dead in your chair. I thought we were meant to be making it so these episodes didn't date. You know, kind of like uh, the full sixty. Well, I just blew that out of the water then. So yeah, let's move on to our guest. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, our guest this week. Uh, pretty excited about this one because one of the he is one of the original West Auckland Admirals uh, of the NZHL, Stephen Hewish. How are you going, buddy? All right, man. Yourself? Good. Please tell me I didn't fuck up uh, your last name there. No, Hewish. You got it. Good. Nailed it. Good. Not many people get it. No. Uh, what are what are the other kind of pronunciations of it? Do you Quish. Swish. Swish. Yeah. Swish. That should be a nickname. Some people just go hush. Yeah, it's that was my first bet, uh, but I think t- uh, we caught up with Tim Ratcliffe the you know, the other week, and your name came up. You know, talking about all the Admiral stuff that's going on this year, and uh, I was like, "Oh, that's how you say your name." I was like, "Okay, good. I don't want to screw that up when we get you on." So, yeah. no, but, that's that's good. Some people that have known me for ten years still get it wrong so <laughs> yeah i always i always hate when people like get names wrong this is like a pet peeve of mine so we are after a good start there but yeah being, <laughs> yeah. being, being one of the original uh, west auckland admirals obviously the C, the uh, nzhl came about in 2005 um so in all that time um what what do you think was your favorite season well we'll we'll go there and then we'll we'll just sort of go through the years because there's got to be a lot there okay straight into the big questions uh i have to say last year is definitely up there in terms of favorite seasons uh we've had probably one of the most competitive teams we've ever had uh we've had the most wins we've ever had and probably the like the a great team environment at the same time great players were brought in great imports as well they're all great people so and it was a bit bittersweet but yeah definitely last season would have to be the icing on the cake now i see now you've one thing i wanted to bring up is that you do a lot of the media and marketing stuff for the team so uh is that what you studied in uh no i went to uni and did a product design degree which what's what's product design industrial design right. uh, designing furniture or vehicles or utensils or tools or basically it was very broad and from there i got into graphic design and that flowed into the media and content marketing that is involved with the admirals was it just kind of the case of you've done it hey can you do it kind of thing and for the for the team just you kind of knew what you're doing so you just took that on board kind of yeah i there, there's a few other people that were involved that didn't have as much time so i i stuck my hand up and obviously the the passion that i have for the admirals is definitely it helps along the way it makes it a lot easier to invest time and ideas into it let's go back to 
that initial season when um because that was kind of i guess before let's say before our time joe uh i didn't really start following the league until probably about 2013 uh 14 so um when you get to there like when when it was coming about uh was there like a lot of a buzz in like the local hockey community about having like a national league like that yeah i think so from from memory uh we definitely drew a you know a decent crowd in for the first season or or few just just to kind of see the spectacle of of what this new national league was yeah that was pretty it was pretty cool it was pretty exciting to be part of uh to to go from but before that we would have a tournament once a year where you'd play three or four games once against southern and against canary so to have like a league where you like a legitimate traveling not semi-professional type league was pretty cool yeah yeah and then of course obviously later expanded uh but in that in that first year you guys made the final and lost to the stampede yep yep (laughs) i don't want to say making a habit of that but (laughs) well it was 13 years ago so i don't know if i'd want to call it a habit no no i'm Um, just i'm just being a yeah it was strange too back then we played two games for the final so i'm not sure what they planned on doing if we get one one game each um it didn't come to that stampede won both of them but back then they had a bit of a strange format i guess it would come down to goal difference um, but I think they definitely smashed us on that back then. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, yeah, again, you sort of said like you didn't contribute much or whatever. But um, how would you how would you describe, I guess, like your playing style? Like as from what I've seen, I guess probably p- people would say you're probably more like a defensive kind of forward. Yeah, that's always been my role. De- very, very defensive take care of our own end first um, a lot of the time I play center so I'll be chasing the play down low on our end working with our defensemen to try and get the puck out to yeah. the wingers and so yeah I've pretty much played a defensive role my entire life killing it on the uh, on the PK there as well lots of PK time <laughs> wherever I've gone I've been on PK <laughs> Oh, those kind of players are valuable. I mean, you know, I love guys like Zach Hyman. So, you know, every every team needs a guy like you. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people don't uh, get a kick out of PK, but I've I've been there long enough to to realise that's my spot. <laughs> Some people though really just really love it. Like they that's their jam. They just love pissing people off, pissing off the other team's best players. And was that your kind of vibe? Just get in annoy people yeah kind of i guess i always knew that i wasn't like the talent guy at at the top so i had to make my way doing uh doing things through working hard and getting in people's faces and and finishing my checks and and stealing pucks and things like that and so that's kind of path that i made myself and that's how how i kept going all these years (laughs) Lots, lots of effort. Yeah. Um, I guess across that time of being in the Admirals at that time, who who would be your kind of favourite teammates you played with and notable ones that have been with you for the whole time or have come just on import seasons or 
who would be the the kind of top players you remember and have made friends with or have been best teammates across that time? Oh man, there's probably a bit of a list there. Um, we got time. We got yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've just oh, I've played the entire time with Gareth McLeish. So we've been buddies since we started playing hockey when we we're twelve or thirteen years old, and we've pretty much played on the same teams ever since. And uh, yeah, he's one of the original admirals as well. So we've been pretty good mates through the whole thing. And um, yeah, there was kind of a, a a core of us that stuck around for a while, including Robbie Chamberlain and that, who played for a long time. So it's always cool playing with those guys. Um, in terms of imports, the last guys we had in were awesome. Um, and then we've also, 2010, when we made the finals, we had three Finnish guys who were amazing people. And we're all still friends with them to this day. Um, whenever someone gets over to Europe, they'll go visit them and they'll come back to see us again. So they're pretty cool to keep in touch with. They're, they're good, really good people. So how am I, like, speaking of imports, uh you know, Justin Daigle has kind of been around for a while now and no one seems to be able to get rid of him. Uh, so what, how has he um, changed the face of the Admiral since he came in? He's, he's definitely added a, a, another level of professionalism, both in, in his playing and his kind of leadership and, and coaching. Um, he, he's come from a, a college hockey background, played a very high level, and to have that installed in our team permanently, well, kind of permanent, more permanently than an import player, you could say, um, has been like a great influence ac- across the board. Uh, it brings a, like another level of skill that's good to have around for the entire year, and he's he's definitely made a good captain of himself, and he kind of carries all those responsibilities really well. So that rubs off on everyone else. Because he basically runs like a hostel, doesn't he? All the imports come and yeah. live with him in yeah. his house, and make sure they <laughs> they stay in line. And yeah, yeah. I, I think that was was part of the deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have all the imports come stay with them. I always Drinking get buddies. Yeah, yeah, I always get invites from Cam Green to come along um to Daigle's place. So it must be you know, if you coming into the Admirals as an import, it it sounds like it's a good place to stay. There's always whenever you get a a plan for a Sunday with Cam and, and Justin, it'll be okay, we're gonna meet here at nine AM and then at about eight thirty five you'll get a text saying make a 10 we got too drunk last night and we've only just woken up it's like okay yeah yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah it's a good it's a good house it's a good spot for the imports too that means they're uh, always doing something there we, we try to be as welcoming as possible so to have the house where justin's living be where they all end up then yep. that's pretty good and um cam green's always always keen to do something so it's good to have him around as well they, they keep the imports busy now obviously we talked about the first season of the admirals and your favorite season of the admirals being last last season uh what would you what do you think has probably been the most trying season or testing season as a player with the admirals not saying like not you know just challenging as in, you know obviously i think there was you know one year you guys had a pretty hard time didn't rack up a lot of points but 
um you know i'm not looking to like throw people under the bus here just just more like you know what was like a you know what are some of the harder things you've had to go through because obviously the end rolls are on quite a high right now but you've had to come from somewhere to get there yeah definitely uh who who do you want to throw under the bus no, <laughs> no one <laughs> yeah even a few years ago like 2014 i think we may have won zero or one game and and that was a pretty low point and we'd been there before as well uh, we've spent a number of years at the bottom uh, which are all pretty tough so i, I couldn't pick one of them in particular because there's a few uh, but we've yeah we've started to try and turn that around uh we've, we've seen a few results um in that lately as you know making the final kind of proofs we've we're trying to turn things around definitely it's working yeah uh, but yeah kind of those years where you don't win a single game or you might win one or you get blown out 10 plus to to one is they're pretty tough how do you um how do you you know for someone who isn't you know someone that doesn't play how do you how do you kind of deal with that like a blowout game or you know say yeah you only win one game that season do you just kind of brush it off and look forward to the next one or like do you guys you know like how hard does it hit you guys it does suck but we've all we've we've always had this strange mentality that we never give up we probably when we spend a few years losing a lot we'd spend more time in the penalty box than we'd want to but we definitely didn't take to each game like we just we're, we're never just turning up we're always trying to win uh, whether we get beat by one goal or five goals uh, that's always been the way that I've felt we've approached the games anyway uh, it's just guess it's just a mentality that's been bred into us West Aucklanders <laughs> <laughs> yeah tell me about this bloody storms that have hit recently have just been killing West Auckland but hardy people out there hardy people yeah as far as my weather ice is still there so we'll, <laughs> that's all that matters it is the rink still we'll there. still be playing <laughs> exactly um yeah you've been you've been in the league since the start um and what, 13, 13 odd years now. How do you think the NZHL as a whole, as a league, um, has grown since its beginnings um, 13 years ago to now, like competitively and uh, fan wise and exposure wise in New Zealand? Competitively, it's changed massively. And that comes with playing more games. In the first few years, we played six games a season. Uh, and then we added the Dunedin Thunder, which was awesome. You know, it, it changes it quite a bit, going from four teams to five, mm. um, which was quite cool. Uh, and then the sixteen-game season, you know, we can we can never complain about playing more as much as we get banged about. You know, having a longer season is awesome. Uh, so seeing that the league grow like that has been great, and I think competitively, the 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 level has skyrocketed uh you know the teams are so much deeper now and and then new zealand players you know and i think in terms of fanfare it's slowly growing 
um, it'd be awesome to see more and more exposure and more people coming to the games and packing out every every single weekend mm. um, I just I have a feeling that the league's probably at like a tipping point where all the pieces are being put in place at a management level and at a team level across the board everyone's realizing oh we know we need to invest some more time into behind the scenes type stuff and then hopefully that'll catch on and a couple of seasons will will be away steaming and every team will have sold out venues mm. that'd be pretty cool but I, I feel like it's probably at that point where it's gonna start exploding and getting some more exposure especially in a year like this where they've got the winter olympics and then they've got the canada versus usa thing and yeah it's a great opportunity to get more people in the stands you do um aside from say the stampede i feel like uh and like i haven't been to a red devils or a thunder home game in a couple of years but i would say the admirals have some very passionate um i'll, I'll maybe say rabid fans as well <laughs> absolutely <laughs> who enjoy taking pucks to the face yeah while watching games <laughs> yeah yeah they love it they would happily take more pucks to the face, I'm sure. <laughs> it's just a souvenir, man. Just a souvenir. Um, yeah. yeah, no, obviously talking about Jeremy and Rory there, but, um, you know, the more people like that that we see in the stands, like, the better. Because, I I mean, just seeing the Admirals games, they definitely have grown over the years, saying, like, the four or five years I've been following the league. Um, and especially, say, you know, like those those home derbies with, uh, with Botany, um, it can get pretty rowdy sometimes mm. uh so do you do you guys Definitely. do you guys obviously because you know uh, like at paradise avondale it's it's so small you probably feel like the fans are a bit on top of you uh in those kind of environments you do, do you really hear that out on on the ice like some of from time to time you hear it yeah uh but personally most of it gets blocked out it it, it really hits when you're in a, a really loud building when you can't really hear your teammates or your coach or things like that. But but normally most of the extra sounds and the yelling gets completely blocked out. It'd be a bit different if it was, if it was directed at me. <laughs> you know, if, if one of those guys, if you know, if I was playing for one of the other teams, yeah, they probably take more notice of it. But yeah, most of the sounds get, get washed out. Uh, you, you, you focus in on the game. and So you're saying that, um it must be harder to kind of focus on that sometimes like a queenstown because that shit gets loud down there yeah yeah it gets really loud it's a cool it's still a cool place to play though like the vibe down there is pretty wicked uh but yeah sometimes it gets hard to hear your teammates (laughs) (laughs) now with the um obviously the whole rivalry there with the botany swarm um uh was it 2010 you guys were playing in the finals together yep uh so because we have a few, we we're like a few friends of the podcast are from that team of the Botany Swarm, so you know your Ian Wanamakers and whatnot. Uh, how was that final? Just having like a uh, East versus West thing going on there. Was yeah. it, and that was that the final that was on TV on Sky. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was broadcast on Sky TV, and they packed out Botany Downs. There was a, a line going out the door, so I think they. They absolutely filled it to capacity. That that was was pretty cool 
having a cross city rivalry mm. final. Um, terrible result though. <laughs> Absolutely shocking result, but. Um, it was close. It probably would have been a good hockey game from a spectator's point of view. Yeah. From an Admiral's point of view, it was rather upsetting. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, you don't want to lose. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, we'll see this year. Because um, I feel like a lot of the expectations there are that the team will go one step further. But um, you've also spent a bit of time in Australia. You did a couple of seasons with the Perth Thunder? Yeah, the first year I was in Perth, I didn't didn't do a lot of playing and then the second year I was definitely part of the the Perth Thunder did a lot of did a lot of stuff with them so what was happening in that first year oh just getting acclimatized to life and I was still playing and training but yeah not so much with the Thunder and then yeah the second year I got stuck into it so was that like the move because Perth is you know that's quite far uh was that more of a personal move like a career move or rather than a hockey move and it just so happened to be that there was a good hockey team there yeah i definitely wouldn't have gone anywhere where i couldn't play hockey yeah <laughs> uh so i definitely made sure that there was a, a decent league and and guys to play with um but yeah it was just kind of like a, a lifestyle change had the opportunity to go over there and see another part of the world so it, yeah it wasn't primarily hockey but it wouldn't have happened if there wasn't any ice there. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird to think that Perth has a has a team in that league. Like, how, what's the travel from Perth to Sydney? Like eight hours or something? Yeah, uh, like five or five or six, yeah, I think. Far but out. Yeah, there's 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 an incredible amount of depth in their hockey over there, mm. which is I think the first year I was there, 2012, was the first year they competed in the Australian League. And they did quite well. And then the second year, I think they got into the playoffs. We got into the playoffs. Was yeah. that because you were playing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, nah. he's shaking his head. Nah. <laughs> um, and no, they've got an incredible amount of local talent there, which is pretty cool considering before that they hadn't been in in the league. They'd been playing like senior nationals and, and moving around the country and whatnot. So... Yeah, they've got a they've got a good levels below their national league team as well, and I think that's probably across the board in Australia. They've got pretty competitive leagues below the the top level. Yeah, and so um, with sort of like skill level wise, uh, obviously you couple of years, well a year really there, uh, and then all your seasons here in the NZIHL. How how do the two compare to you? The I think the top level talent is almost on a par, if not if not there, in terms of the players. They just have a little bit more depth because they have more guys playing. Uh, you know, if you were to pick the most talented Kiwis and the most talented Aussies, they'd, they'd be, you know, on a par. Um, and I think the Aussie league had a bit more maturity than us. They've been around a little bit longer. Um, they're really good at attracting sponsors and kind of high-level imports, um, which is where we're getting to now. You'll see across our league more guys coming from England and a- the AHL and the ECHL and things like that. Where Australia was there a, a few years before us, getting that kind of talent. So the the league is at a slightly higher level than us because of those couple of things. But the gap's overall, closing. Yeah. I, It'd be cool if the gate would close, but it could. 
I had someone actually suggest to me on on LinkedIn of all places. Um, I know Joe's giving me a weird look like LinkedIn. Like what? Yeah. Because um, I mean, trying to be professional here, Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, someone brought up the idea of obviously because, um, oh, we were talking about baseball and how, you know, there's going to be a New Zealand baseball team in the Australian league. And they were basically like, oh, we should be doing this for ice hockey. Uh, and then I thought, yeah, that would be cool. But what would be cooler is if like the two leagues merged. And you had like an Australian, New Zealand ice hockey league, but you kept all the teams and you have like the two conferences. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously rugby has done that, netball's done that. Um, netball's probably not a great example because <laughs> then I think they split off and just went back to being New Zealand again. But, you know, do you, do you think and say maybe, what, let's say 10 years, do you think something like that is possible? If it gets to a professional level, where if it's really hard because of the distances guys have to travel and the time they'd have to invest in it and the money side of it is huge as well when you add so much more playing and so much more flying and accommodation and things like that uh, it would have to be at a professional level that the guys could dedicate some time to it and not have to fork out a whole bunch of money Mm. Mm, Uh, yeah you you say that because obviously uh, as it stands as it's probably always been with NZHL it's a pay to play league yeah uh, is that is that a struggle to to match that every year to like stump up the cash to play? Absolutely, uh, I think that you know it takes a you know moving from playing to kind of behind the scenes. You kind of realise like how much money it's required to run the team every year. Like the, the players always have to pay. Pay you know we've never had a year where we haven't had to invest our own funds into it. Um, and the costs are only going up and it definitely from year to year depending on which sponsors we get it can be a little harder mm-hmm. or it could be a good year we we don't know mm. it's it's on the the players and the management's shoulder to pull in as much help as possible yeah and sometimes it's it's a challenge Shall we um, shall we crack on to the Facebook questions, Joe? Yes. <laughs> We've got some listener questions. Some possibly a little bit more blue than the others. Um, but this is a, this will come in from a friend of the show, I guess you could say. Uh, Cam Green. It's a little bit outdated actually now. Because um, he's clean shaven. Yeah, he his secrets swat. to keeping your beard game so strong. Just let it go wild, man. <laughs> yeah, the, when the season ended... There had to be a fresh face, so the beard disappeared. But yeah, definitely, just let the beard do its thing, man. Yeah, because <laughs> you mentioned yeah, you talk about beards and like um, obviously Gareth McLeish is a close friend of yours. Was that kind of would you say he's like your beard inspiration? Because he's got quite he is, an he's got a he's got a rocking beard. He's got a Joe Thornton level beard yeah. now. It's pretty impressive. How long has he had that going for? Uh, longer than I can remember. <laughs> Probably before all the hipsters had it. Right. So he was a hipster yeah. before it was a hipster thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, because I mean, I think as far as animals go, and we talk about exposure, I think he's had more TV time than any admiral. Because I think every time there's a news story on the NZHL, and they usually go to the, one of the Auckland teams. Um, if it's botany, it's always Andy Hay. But I've always found that if it was the West Auckland Admirals, um, they'd stump up Gareth McLeish. So I've seen that I've seen that beard on TV a few times. Okay. 
Yeah, you got to put a good beard on TV. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good face to represent the league, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's why I grew my beard so I could get on TV. It didn't really work, though, so I had, had to cut it back again. Now, this one might be all bullshit. Uh, I, I guarantee it's bullshit, considering the person that's asking it. Uh, but he wants to know, uh, you've mentioned numerous times in interviews... Again, you can tell it's bullshit because this has like got to be one of your first. Yep. Uh, that Jeremy Shilton is by far your favorite Admirals fan and you even asked to have him feature on your NZHL player card back in the day. Is this because <laughs> of his model looks or just his amazing personality asking for a friend? <laughs> I think we know who that friend is. Himself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you guys seen the player cards? Yeah, back in the day, yeah. Yeah, he's like in the background. It's his claim to fame. Uh, it was all like Jess Brown's um, brainchild, I believe. Uh, yeah, I was surprised I got a card. But <laughs> yeah, he's in the background. Yeah, he's a great fan. He's definitely a great fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave that one there. <laughs> uh, this one from a, um, a Denny Monk. You might know him. Uh, ask him about the Swedish ski instructor he met on his second to last tour to Queenstown. I have no recollection of a <laughs> Swedish ski instructor. Thanks, Denny. <laughs> no recollection or no comment? No recollection. Okay. Mm. I was actually spent a few days snowboarding with my partner and she's <laughs> not Swedish, so <laughs> sounds like know who he's talking about. Sounds like Denny's trying to get himself out of something, perhaps. Even <laughs> yeah, which Swedish ski instructor did he meet? <laughs> yeah, that, that can be the better question. Now, uh, this one's actually probably... Uh, a little, you know, good hockey question coming from old Bert Haynes, retired Stampede slash Ice Blacks captain. Um, you've seen a lot of change uh, in the NZHL and in particular the Admirals over the years. Um, what do you think has been best for the growth of both? Over the league and the Admirals? Yeah. Uh, I think the increased amount of skill that the players are portraying in the league um, and that comes with uh, increased commitments and while we're not professional kind of it's nearing on a professional level of commitment you know the, the, the guys are staying fit all summer they're training all summer we're training four or five sometimes six days a week and I think that's showing through in the competition on the ice you know, the, the games are definitely getting faster, harder, more competitive. Uh, the show is definitely getting better. And I, th and I think that comes from the increasing commitments guys are making. Yeah, you definitely, because we had Nick Craig on recently and we asked who had the biggest summer. And uh, he said no one. Everyone was in the gym all summer. Yep. So, um, and I mean, I guess eventually the league will get there, like to that kind of semi-professional level. The attitude is obviously very important. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that question, Bert. It's probably the only sensible question we actually got. Oh, there's yeah. another sensible one um, <laughs> from Rory, another huge Admirals fan. Uh, Favourite team to play against and why? Well, at the moment, it's awesome playing against Stampede. Uh, those games are incredibly fast and competitive. So to play against them is pretty cool. Yeah, and, yeah, can't not mention playing against the Swarm being cross-city rivals with a huge history and it's also always pretty pretty cool to play against them especially in the last 
couple of seasons when we've managed to get some wins. Yeah. Start turning the tide. Coming off the back of that, uh, who's probably your least favorite player that you, you know, so that you don't look forward? And you can say this now because you're retired, but um, who's the least forward, the, who's the one that you least look forward to facing when you're on the ice? Facing off against, ah, oh, it would have to be someone like Schneider because he's like six foot six and I'm <laughs> almost fair. a foot shorter than that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's, I feel you there, man. I have to stand on a chair to interview him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially trying to win a face off because he'll just lean right over the top. And even if the puck goes behind me, he'll still try and reach over and get it. So it's pretty hard playing against him. How good is it that he plays for the Ice Blacks now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Very, <clears throat> that's very cool. Um, what do you, you, so you've retired obviously from the Admirals, but you're still playing hockey? Yeah, definitely. Still going to play in some slowdown leagues. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't couldn't stop altogether. Uh, that'd drive me mad. <laughs> but yeah, I got a few other things to keep me busy as well. But I I think I'll I I want to be one of those you know sixty year old dudes playing senior lifer level yeah. level five hockey or whatever it gets down to at some point. Yeah. Chubba Chubba senior. Yeah, he's. Have you seen him play? He's yeah. got some moves, man. I played against him last night. Uh, yeah. Not last night, but a few weeks ago. And um, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so he's good. pretty slick. I won't be as slick as him when I'm 60, but he, I'll still be playing, hopefully. <laughs> and he still gets really angry as well. <laughs> Starts screaming at the referees and like, you're, you're a referee half the time. You shouldn't be talking to a referee like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks, Stephen, um, for uh, coming on the show. And um, hopefully the big our new big fancy studio wasn't too intimidating only a little bit thanks for having me <laughs> thanks man thanks for coming Puck yeah it's new zealand's hockey podcast subscribe on itunes soundcloud or with your favorite podcast app for the latest episodes follow the team on facebook instagram and twitter at Puck yeah podcast and for your fix of hockey news go to puckyear.nz.